0: Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones welcome to the integrate and ignite podcast randall scott white is a driven innovator recognized for his proven business results throughout his 20-year career he has been in marketing and internet leadership positions with clear channel radio dave's killer bread safeway urban airship and several major technology companies his expertise is in brand integrity and reputation corporate crisis management, product development, virtual reality, augmented reality, and effective content creation. An entrepreneur who celebrates creativity and originality, Randall is taking his career to the next level and pioneering the concept of what he calls resilience marketing. Welcome to Integrate and Ignite, Randall.
1: Thank you for having me here. Pretty excited, Lori.
0: Well, I'm excited to chat as well. You've had this incredible journey with big, big brands. And at the end of the day, um, you've done it all. Talk to us more about what your sweet spot is and really where you've landed within this category of resiliency marketing.
1: Well, I have a long career in marketing, starting out in radio advertising when radio was trying to become an internet. Uh, based business because they had to make the switch over from terrestrial technology to people having the internet with them in their car and and so resiliency has long been built in to my career for uh, a long reputation with technology companies. That's just par for the course, but even with consumer packaged brand Companies, I find all these resiliency lessons have really led up to the uh, the modern marketer's toolkit, and uh, you know I've been through a lot of challenging moments with different brands, and so they've all led to just what I can. Say is uh, advice i can I can offer in this new era of marketing warfare i I like listening to podcasts where s- somebody's given me actual tools I can walk away with, so I want to give specific tools marketers can implement in their their mix with, well, uh, I
0: tell you we've today. got a, a bunch of those up our sleeves today there's no doubt about it, and you know i I think for our listeners today if if we all take a step back and, and shut our eyes and just think through that one, two, five, ten, you know, those difficult moments that we've had as marketers, it could be an economic downturn. It could be a competitor coming up with a great new product that quietly outshines yours. It could be a crisis management situation where there is something, uh, you know, a product is not working correctly, or, you know, there is uh, something wrong, you know, with, uh, with something in flower. I mean, there are a million, million different reasons why ultimately, Resiliency marketing should be a piece of every marketer's toolkit, and, and Randall has come up with some incredible ideas today that he's going to, to walk us through. But let's first, if you would, Randall, provide us your POV, if you would, on resiliency marketing and why ultimately it has become such an important piece of every, every marketer's, uh, as I said, toolkit.
1: Yeah, thanks, Laurie. The, the real... Uh, A part that that is ingrained every day I wake up and you know we're professional marketers, we have to get out there and see what changed overnight. It used to be about meeting or beating the right KPIs, but now it's even harder to thrive as a brand in an era of what seems to be outrage culture these days right. uh, if, if if you advertise on a show where the host says the wrong thing and suddenly find your brand in an instant boycott you now have major advertising digital platforms dictating content users get to say or not say banning users or brands at will uh, china and the NBA as a major defining moment in how free speech and global mm-hmm. capitalism are wrestling with one another everything dictating the maximization of profit so it's, it's a zero sum world in in terms of what you could do to grow your market share, not just here in the US, but internationally with a, uh, a world that seems to always be uh, perturbed at itself.
0: <laughs> I know, I tell you, it is mind boggling, quite frankly, how we've gotten to the place that we have. But the bottom line is we are always on edge. Uh, we are always waiting for something to happen. And it's not a fun uh, spot to be in as a marketer. So again, you've built um, this incredible system that people should be aware of when they're developing their annual plans. And some of it is going to sound a little bit of back to basics, but what we're going to dive into is really the strength of a strong foundation and ultimately how it helps you achieve that resiliency marketing position uh, when the next shoe does drop so with that said uh randall has a five-step process that he's going to walk us through and the first one is solidify your brand voice and mission
1: Uh, correct so especially for new employee onboarding ensuring that they're introduced to the company culture and voice fast like get them on board with your message and your mission And the technologies that those new employees and the skill set that they're bringing with them, you immediately want to uh, adopt as, as fast as possible, but have them learn your tech stack because they, they will know the basics, but there's so many different MarTech options out there. Expect that any new employee is going to have to learn how to fly you know, the fleet of planes you're flying for your marketing department, but get them on board and involved in carrying your flag fast so then they can unleash their creativity uh, in, in a culture of team building mentality, no matter that. Yeah, you're right. That's back to to basics, but you know, it's, it's from that point forward, you are able to mentally handle the resiliency you need because that's why you brought them on board to begin with.
0: That's right. And a lot of this has to do with um, ultimately having, um, you know, handbooks out there that define what the brand voice is, uh, what the process is in the event something comes up, what uh, the mission is of the organization, the vision, uh, the product, you know, the service, the solution, in a very, very succinct way so that everyone is on a level playing field.
1: Correct, and you know, it may be that the pivot your company needs to make is after a smart employee that you have hopefully hired for the right reasons can make their external observations about what you've brought your game, and now let them make the the, you know, absorb their ideas, and, and let them come to the, the company with their observations. But only after you have brought them through to the big ta-da. Now show up, get your coffee, and let's get to work. And now they they can bring their their game, and with that comes uh, a, a variety of tools for them to begin to monitor the brand. And so that's one of the the things I can say is different tools uh, that are free of charge for people to begin monitoring their brand, whether you've just started at a company or whether you are uh, wanting to up your your own game. Some of those are classics like uh, TweetDeck, newer ones that is a, a free, version of uh spy Fu's a good paid one but there's a new one out there it's free it's called Ispionage, i s p i o i-s-p-i-o-n-a-g-g-e i have nothing to do with any of these companies they're just great tools yeah uh, that one will allow you to monitor all of your ad spend of your competitors for what they're spending on google keywords
0: that's like, fantastic
1: you can see exactly what they're spending, actually see their ads, see their monthly budgets. It, it's, <laughs> it is, If you're going to walk away with anything from this podcast as a deadly sniper of a marketer, get iSpionage. It's the best free tool out there right now. And then follow that up with the SEO Power Suite. Uh, I've discovered that uh, trying to use a tool called Rank Tracker and it's free, but it's part of the SEO power suite. You get seven days to use the full enterprise version, and in that time, you could be cranking out. I did a keyword report on 995 top keywords in the industry I'm in right now. It shows you the average cost per click that is being bid on that, how well you rank on that word across all the search engines, including Google, Bing, Yahoo, uh, DuckDuckGo. For, I mean, it, it is amazing. So. Uh, onboarding, get into that culture and and get out there and, and issue your first report uh, by monitoring your own brand and, and impress them from the get-go.
0: That's, That's- fantastic. You know, I was reading um, an Evergreen story on Moz uh, recently about um, – you know, the fact that, you know, so many negative things are, are happening in the marketplace and, you know, negative, you know, on a scale of one to 10, we all have a different litmus test for that, right? Um, you know, a, a negative review could be something um, that sets someone into a canatonic state um, versus, you know, a true crisis, uh, which is far more difficult to manage. So let's keep all that into perspective here. But at, at the end of the day, um, this, this story talked about the fact that Um, Businesses risk losing up to 22% of their customers with just one negative article, or or this is not a review, but one negative article. Uh, With reviews, um, you know, it's a little different because uh, you can bury a negative uh, review that the number is six to one. For every negative review, you want six positive reviews, uh, which most companies uh, can definitely, you know, accomplish. So that's a big number, 22%. Um, what do you have to say about that? And, and what have you done uh, within your career and um, the number of times that you were put into a resilience um, position to really combat uh, that potential from happening?
1: You know, uh, that is a perfect segue to the, the second uh, part of resilience resilience marketing, which is to do friendly battle. So you will engage with customers and do reputation management these days as any brand. And the best way to deal with that is to anticipate attacks against everything from the outside and within. Review sites, proprietary information leaks, former employees, like we're in a dynamic world. And the absolute best thing you can do for yourself is to write down this phone number. It's Google My Biz, how to get a hold of them to get fake reviews or reviews that do not comply with Google's policy removed, because Google reviews are a business killer if you have too many bad reviews on there. So the number is 844-491-9665. And now if somebody says they didn't like your restaurant's noodles, that's their opinion. But if somebody's coming in and leaving a review that is patently false, has libel, or breaks the terms of use for Google's review policy, you can call that number, flag that review, respond to it, and work with their team to have those removed. Possibly another is uh, method is to reach out to that customer that you might have pissed off. If you can validate their name, that they are a legit customer, then If you can assuage their anger and turn that around in your favor, they can change that review to a five-star, what was possibly a two- or three-star, some kind of unacceptable level of service that they received and they took public. Everybody in the world is now looking at their complaint online and how you respond to that. Notice I say respond, not react. Reaction has a negativity, a response as a way for you to positively work with that complaint publicly with all the world's eyeballs on you 24 seven. So you can change hearts or change low star reviews to five hearts, if you will, with the right customer service approach. And that's another part of resiliency marketing is the marketing department working absolutely hand in hand with customer service department because you are now more integrated than you ever knew before.
0: Well and a lot of that has to do with the speed of the communication what are some be- best practices there
1: best practices are uh, there's in sales you have speed to lead right so you have how fast you have somebody reaching out to someone when they filled out a web form a lead form have become a lead in some way given you a phone number made a phone call in inbound well the You have to apply that same sales approach and mentality to customer service now. Zendesk is not very expensive and it puts a live chat window right on your website and you can have customer support hours on that. There's no reason you should be talking to a bot during business hours. You should have a human that is there to do triage because just like in trauma, when you have a trauma with a customer, you had better triage it right away. And that's in terms of if they come and complain that they are not getting service and they call you out on Twitter or they leave a bad message on your Facebook posts that you're trying to get social organic play on. And that's somebody complaining. That's not a good look. So you had better be able to quickly work with your customer service department and then have much like, marketing you have to measure kpis well you have to measure your follow-through and your customers to make sure that you can go back and either change that comment to positive have it deleted by the customer or change their hearts so that something uh that you can reply with is that that there was a, a happy happy ending so you have to do friendly battle that's the second part um some yeah, of i would the-
0: agree and and you know one thing that i think gets lost in in um this friendly battle, if you will, is all too often uh, people respond with anger um, or they respond with a tone that is not going to help them at all. The authenticity, the realism, owning a mistake if truly you've made it uh, is something that goes a long way from from ultimately someone making their own decision to move from a two-star review to a five-star review. And it does not matter um, there are a bunch of, of reviews out there right now for B2B tech companies as well. So this is CPG, retail, B2B, all across the board. People just want to know that they're being taken care of.
1: Absolutely. And part of the the reality of today is we're just dealing with what are Google reviews and five-star reviews. Well, the consumer of tomorrow is going to be leaving voicemail messages now. they They're just going to say hey alexa leave a bad review for you know this restaurant and it will be automated so if you aren't getting on top of your game now with all of the voice commands and search that's coming i mean hell you're gonna have to deploy a hologram to apologize to customers soon it's it's crazy out there but it's exciting it's exciting too (laughs)
0: So, of course, of course, that authenticity I think uh, leads to point number three here, which is content creativity uh, you know people people want to know that the authentic voice is there, but if you can differentiate yourself a little bit with some creativity and how you do respond, uh, it, that goes a long way
1: for sure, uh, content creativity is this is when it's time for marketers to put on their advertising agency hats. And uh, we are all caught up in the attribution of, you know, getting our cost per lead down and tracking which of the five ads on Facebook that was optimized over this week because we're running the pixel correctly. And all that, all that still comes down to the fact that you have to get outside of metrics and get back into your creativity uh, mindset and make some funny videos again uh, mind the opportunities of untapped channels for instance uh, at this point in my career i'm the marketing director for a solar company i love solar i think the technology is a real a uh, way to have a true nonviolent revolution to get to where we need to as a planet in terms of giving people control of energy i'm excited about it so find your find a product you can get passionate about and what we did is we created a uh, solar-powered phone charging station and went down the south by southwest and We saved a bunch of drunk people from uh, not having a way to call an Uber or a Lyft to get home that night by powering their phones for them and just letting them hang out, giving them some water. And then, of course, you get great user-generated content for that and then put that out on the socials of all these people saying, wow, you guys are awesome. You saved my butt tonight. That didn't cost anything but a weekend of time, some two-by-fours and some some good old-fashioned creativity. So I yeah, think I love we, it. we need to get back into what excites us about being marketers is also, you know, the find, find your Geico gecko, if you will, get out there and make some cool stuff happen for your brand. As if you didn't have a budget, think like, think like El Mariachi where you have to make a movie on a $10,000 credit card. Like that's, that's how you have to, so resiliency is also making do with nothing. like as if your budgets have been cut because in different times they do get cut. And so learn how to learn, how to uh, be a warrior that can carry through those thinner times.
0: Well, and I think it's worth noting here, uh, you know, the power of planning, the power of brainstorming as a group. It is so incredible when we go into a brainstorming session here at Avocet, uh, when we've got a single component, a single problem, um, that we need to attack and ultimately the ideas, the big ideas that can come out of, um, you know, five people in a room for a half an hour um, are absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, it's it's a whole lot of fun. Right now we're deploying an augmented reality app for the solar industry that people can see their house with solar on it. It shows them the sun patterns and how solar works and projected savings and putting you know, a Pokemon Go flair on how to make utility out of these great new technologies. So that's another tip is a a free program called Torch for iOS. Uh, Start playing with augmented reality as a marketer uh, and or learn how to program a bot and then you can actually make an AR bot and these are free tools you can Upload digital assets, 3D models of whatever your product is, shoes, uh, bowl of noodles, whatever. Uh, There's lots of free 3D assets to load, and uh, it's called Torch. Uh, That's a good starter platform for getting into AR and uh, bringing some visual effects to your brand. Uh, Uh, I love
0: it. And, of course, uh, point number four here, this is so important, is to completely be backtracking and taking a look at yourself auditing yourself and improve every silo along the way?
1: Yeah, I find that no matter what organization I've ever been at, there is always a gap between marketing and sales. So if there's any silo that you can improve work towards always bridging that gap because there are sales managers who aren't communicating their quarterly goals with everybody in the marketing department oftentimes marketing is working on a project that salespeople don't know how they're going to implement so that planning and and auditing yourself to improve every silo means not just getting your projects done on time on budget and making them epic but reaching out across the aisle, cross over lines and help improve other people that you're working with. And magically, they're going to want to help you. So it comes to a friendly attitude, a can-do attitude. And, uh, you know, Guy Kawasaki is a, a, a big influence of mine. And he's, he's had a book called uh, How to Drive Your Competition Crazy. And he said, there's no sweeter sound than the dull thud of your competitor's body hitting the pavement. (laughs) Save that for outside competition, work with your peers, not against them.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about communication and, and making sure that there are incredible processes in place so that the, you know, the likelihood of something slipping through the cracks is at least lessened
1: yeah absolutely and and part of that would to wrap up the the what is resilient mark resiliency marketing for any marketer these days is self care uh, we have all had storied lives and storied careers I think we're getting to the point where we will never run out of new technologies to test and to implement, but we will run out of body so Pay attention to yourself, your own signals and indicators of your your health, mental health, physical health. Make sure to get exercise. And and when you get that runner's high back from getting back in shape, you'll find that your work game is going to improve as well.
0: I would agree. You know, uh, marketing uh, is a, a stressful area. Marketing and sales is a stressful area within any corporation. And you'll see even um, culture changes now, whereby uh, the shift, you know, from the Mad Men era to today within the agency world and even in-house agencies is really, really quite different because of this self-care point that you make. You know, swings and and slides and, uh, you know, refrigerators full of yogurt and coffee bars are commonplace now um, because of this, let alone walk tracks, uh, you know, around a building uh, to go out and let off some steam or even have a brainstorming session on a walkabout.
1: I'm trying to get them to implement one of those uh, kind of running in, uh, you just run in place like a hamster on a wheel, but it actually generates electricity. Well, that, <laughs> I just think that would make for a great content.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tie this all together for us. Give us an example Um, Of something that you experienced as a marketing leader where you utilized these five points and you came out ahead.
1: I would say the biggest one that jumps to my mind immediately what really cut my teeth on this is when I was in the marketing department at Dave's Killer Bread. And Dave had a, a bipolar meltdown. He was mentally ill, was going through some really dark moments, and he carried—he literally carried the brand. It was his face on the bread. And so that was when we had a PR crisis, a brand crisis, uh, everything crisis, and to be able to have come out on top of that by being – absolutely transparent with our community of fans. Uh, The community was there to support Dave and the company during that that time. And uh, that's when it really dawned on me that resiliency goes throughout this career. It comes with it. You are the ones who are interfacing with the public and positioning your very uh, words that matter and those those words, that language carries weight. And so that was the first major crisis I, I dealt with that defined going forward uh, anything I can do to bring to a company for, and, and anyone uh, as they move through their marketing career. So having resiliency in your tool belt will only better serve you as as we continue in this crazy world we love. and and hate so much.
0: (laughs) That's exactly right. Randall Scott White, what a pleasure it has been today. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when uh, these true tips on resiliency marketing are going to become a key to the marketers out there listening today. Thank you so much for your appearance on the Integrate and Ignite podcast.
1: Thank you, Lori. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avasetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.